get off stage. <laughs> I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I was pretty close last <laughs> night with a couple people. I was like, seriously? <laughs> I didn't want to be there. Oh. Which was great for me. Mm-hmm. But the but show went well. The show went well. Um, mm. Everybody just like was going over time. Mm. And was being generally irritating like, to me. Like not respecting the light. Yeah. Whatever. At least the gay bartender told me my skin was flawless. Your skin does look great. Thank you. The gay bartender who <laughs> claims that he was the inventor of tinted moisturizers. This so it means more. A particularly high compliment. Oh, and then he showed me his gold Casio watch and said, 20 years ago, I married a banker. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I think he speaks another language. He does. Learning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. Yes. Tomorrow's my birthday. That's right. Pisces, baby. I find it kind of an issue for me that your birthday's first and then my birthday follows so quickly mm-hmm. in succession because it really just highlights how you're like super chill about your birthday and I'm like an like aging soap opera star who like <laughs> needs validation <laughs> to survive. I'm like, it's my birthday. <laughs> It's my birthday. Even when I hated my birthday, I was like, had a high levels of anxiety about people not wishing me a happy birthday. People forgetting. But I wouldn't, also wouldn't like tell anyone or make a big deal out of it. But secretly, I'd be like, wilt a little bit every time someone forgot. Okay, me. I had like four bad birthdays in a row. And Mm. I was like, okay, I know I told people like not to make a big deal out of it, but it still hurts my feelings that you forgot. (laughs) Yeah. Mike has been, like, planning my, like, birthday thing for Saturday. Like, he's handling the food and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, really, really, obviously, like, happy and, like, pleased about this. Just, like, no one has ever really bothered to do anything for my birthday. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, literally, like, anything is better than just being hurriedly past a $16 copy of Thud Kitchen. (laughs) Which is literally what happened two years ago. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, I bombed a show on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which show was that? Yeah, yeah, it's winter competition. Oh, yeah. It was on my birthday last year. That was bad. Yeah, because I had to follow a guy who went six minutes over his time and literally brought a pitcher of beer on stage with him. Yeah, and, and said slurs. Spent the last half of his set saying slurs. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Remember that, like, lesbian that bought you shots after? Yes. She was like, don't worry. Like, uh, it's like, great. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> that makes me feel so much better. I thought you were so funny. <laughs> it's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's already going to be a better birthday for you because you won't be bombing this time. Yeah, absolutely. And last year, uh, a year ago today, I also got robbed you on did. the day before my birthday. Mm-hmm. Lost all my shit. This day is the inception of the original Dumb Bitch Media t-shirt. That's true. Which was promptly stolen. That's <laughs> true. My gift mm-hmm. last year, which was promptly stolen. <laughs> Fuck, I completely forgot about all that. Did you know that we made our Patreon on March 11th last year? I didn't. Mm-hmm. Coming up. Patreon anniversary. 
I don't know what we're gonna do to celebrate. Absolutely nothing. Special episode. <laughs> Maybe, we'll see. <laughs> I didn't. I was forgetting that it was. I got robbed a year ago, which is dead. Obviously, I've recovered. We're currently from the re- trauma. Recording this on my replacement laptop that I had to buy. Um, <laughs> until Instagram sent me a notification about to, your story of my story of me crying <laughs> in my <laughs> car. <laughs> you know, like, I'm having a really bad day. <laughs> that was so bad. Dude, I'm it's not so, funny. I was so poor and so tired. I know. <laughs> that was really bad. Not a good time for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, <laughs> it was like right before Mike and I started dating. Mm-hmm. So he came to the, to to your show, the show on my birthday. Yeah. When I bombed him, brought me a, uh, brought both of us t-shirts for yeah. his band that doesn't exist anymore. And we gave him a DBM shirt. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Damn. Long live DBM, I guess. Yes. Rest in peace to Sedition, but I'm different. <laughs> Just kidding. Listen to Sedition. They're good. On Spotify, they're very good. And every time you do, um, Mike gets like $2. And at the end of every month, we have enough money to order a pizza. Nice. <laughs> from you listening. <laughs> from just me from just me having you on my gym playlist. I yeah. listen sometimes. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, also speaking of, uh, of Mike, big news this week, I have recently obtained the information that Mike's uh, teenage sister mm-hmm. is a listener. Yes. Hello. So, uh, greetings, sister-in-law of the pod, Robin, Robin. Thank you for listening. It gets better. <laughs> Stop it. Cut that. <laughs> we haven't met, but she knows me now, I guess. And Hello? the podcast will be strictly 14A from now, now on. on. <laughs> Absolutely. No more X-rated uh, content. Content on the pod. <laughs> I wonder which one of us is our favorite. Obviously you. You're everyone's favorite. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I was getting disrespected on my own fucking podcast. <laughs> Should we talk about stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's get started. Mm-hmm. Wow, these sugar free gummy bears here. are really hard. I know, I know. They're so dead, though. Mm-hmm. Are they sour? Mm-hmm. They're like fake sour patch kids. Mm. Really good. They're called sour blast buddies. Knock off the leg. All right, all right. Um, so we are recording on Wednesday, which means that yesterday was Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday. Not so Super Tuesday. Apparently. In our camp. Although... We are remaining hopeful. hopeful. Could be worse. Yeah. As of now, Bernie was like coming off really, really, really strong going into Super Tuesday, having mm-hmm. won Iowa and New Hampshire. Yeah. But Joe Biden really cleaned up on Super Tuesday. Mm-hmm. He won Texas. Yeah, he won Texas, which was surprising because Bernie was leading for a long time and also friend of the pod, Bichichi, Lib, and a bunch of other people that we know 
who um, live in Texas were posting a lot of stuff from, oh, in Nevada. Yeah. Posting a lot of stuff from Texas and kind of indicating that things were really leaning. Bernie. Bernie. And it looked that way as well. But the results are in and Biden won Alabama and Arkansas. Bernie won California and Colorado. Thanks, California. Yeah, of course. Biden won Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee. Oh, God. Texas. Sanders won Utah and Vermont. Iconic Utah. Mm-hmm. And Biden won Virginia. Makes sense. So, as far as I'm aware... They're, like, things are very, very close right now, and, like, one actually needs 1,911 delegates to win. Mm-hmm. Currently, I, I think they're they're sitting around, like, the 400. Yeah, there's still numbers, a ways to go. So there's, there is still a ways to go. Obviously, Super Tuesday is important, and, like, I do think that it's important to discuss the piece that's surrounding... Whether or not Sanders would have done better if Elizabeth Warren had dropped out and uh, endorsed him. Or at least dropped out. At least dropped out, yeah. Although, I really don't think that a lot of Warren voters would have come out and necessarily voted for Sanders, but it definitely would have improved things in, like, the undecided camp. In the kind of, yeah. Her coming in a... Not straw in third, but her coming in firmly in third really lost us uh, a lot of states that were pretty close, like Texas, Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, if (laughs) Biden and Sanders are only 1% apart, and then Warren is taking like 13% of the vote or something. That's going to fall Obviously, that matters. Yeah, exactly. Right? I just, I don't know. I think that the Warren situation is pretty like 50 50 i think a good number of her supporters would flip to biden but i also think that there's the possibility that a good number would have flipped to bernie so it's really hard to tell well if they actually want to support a progressive candidate they should purport to Mm -hmm. they should be showing up and voting for sanders of course unfortunately that's not always the case pete and klobuchar both dropped out, which is great. Those were <laughs> two of my least favorite Bye. candidates. I wish they'd been gone far earlier, but... <laughs> Thank God they finally did, though, eh? Mm-hmm. Klobuchar, fuck. She can go back to, I don't she, know, abusing her both... interns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. What have her interns been doing with uh, all their peace of mind while yeah. she's been out of town? They both endorsed Biden, of course. Obviously. Because their primary interest is, of course, not in doing what's best for American democracy, but upholding the current status quo in the democratic establishment. (laughs) Talk about uh, Gabbard getting one delegate. True. In American Samoa. Queen Chet. Thanks, girl. (laughs) (laughs) She was born there. They had to stand. Marianne Williamson, right? Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about uh, Warren losing in her home state. Start. Really dark. Oh fuck! I oh god! I just wanted to drop out. It just you just get to a certain point in the candidacy where it's like increasingly clear that this is about your own career. 
Yeah. And you needing to stay in for as long as possible for yourself. And it's not about the election. Yeah, it's about you. No. One thing that's kind of interesting is Elizabeth Warren definitely has stands. Yeah. Right? Pete had stands. I don't think Klobuchar had stands. No. Clementum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't think... I think Joe Biden used to have stands when he was the VP. Yeah. Like, people really into, like, fanfetching him and, and Obama. Obama. Like, people really, really into... There were a lot of BuzzFeed articles. Oh, if you're, yeah. you're looking through the, like, he, the archives. Um, but I don't think he has... Stands anymore. Since he, maybe, like... Older people. Some, like, 50-plus-year-old yeah. women. But, like, but, all those people who were really into, like, Joe Biden as VP are, like, fucking Warren's, Warren or Harris fans now, because they're, like, feminists and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> honestly, the You Joe don't Biden- hear about Biden being an old white man, though. No. That's rhetoric that's 100% reserved for Sanders. I know, which is so weird. <laughs> because it's because, not about that. Well, Uncle Backrubs, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all, but my vote is with whichever one is not a pervert. Yeah, same. Personally. I genuinely think that it's elder abuse to have Joe Biden running. It is. Like He's a soft puppet. He is. And it, like the US has a huge problem with this. With like I tweeted about this today, but like celebrities and stuff mm-hmm. who are way too old to be performing or doing whatever mm-hmm. they're doing and they're people who have financial control over them forcing them to continue doing it so they can keep making money off it yeah and of course they don't know any better the old well the old people want no. to do it because that's what they're used to but it's like yeah. you know you got to take away grandpa's license at some point you can't drive forever just because you want to it's the same thing yeah, i know <laughs> it's fucked yeah like there's these people like you know, obviously, like, people age at different rates, like, especially mentally, but some of these people, it's, like, they're clearly the type of people who, like, should have had to have retired at 65 or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like Biden's clearly not of sound mind. He can't even formulate a sentence, and I know that's coming from me, and, like, you guys all listen to my podcast, and <laughs> so you know I can't formulate a sentence. But, but- real recognize real. <laughs> <laughs> He has I, dementia. I, listen, we know brain damage when we, we see, see it. it. <laughs> I just can't stop picturing him, like, wandering in, like, a fenced-in park in, like, his underwear or something. That's, he literally just has the vibe. You can't convince me that he doesn't have sundowns. Like, they must have to lock him in his house at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, my boyfriend was saying it would be, uh... A really really scary horror movie if it was like what if you just came home and joe biden was in your house and he didn't know why he was oh there my God. He didn't know why he was there <laughs> and he couldn't explain anything Mm-mm. it's my sister uh she brought me here and uh i'm running on a platform of decency Oh, yeah. I hate that. Good old-fashioned American mm-hmm. values, baby. It's a Republican talking point. I know. that. I'm like, what is going on here? Maybe this is what people are talking about when they're talking about moderate, moderate Republicans, who, by the way, I don't really care about. 
I think everyone should vote in line with their material interests, mm-hmm. of course. But the fact that some kind of like centrist Dems slash who I would say are like closer to the center moderate right. Republicans, yeah. Yeah, a lot of fucking Democratic Party clowns are the moderate Republicans I guess we're all talking about. They just regurgitate these kind of like apple pie and cheddar cheese yeah. type of fucking take just like red, white, and blue, baby. And it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I want free health care. <laughs> My people are dying. (laughs) Please. Yeah. So I think it is important to not like completely like black pill and drop out. Obviously, like we're coming from the perspective of Canadians, but I was like surprised how upset I was after Super Tuesday. But that doesn't mean that it's like it's over. It's like it's disheartening for me to see so many Americans like so... um, like sad after super tuesday even though we don't know what's gonna happen yet yeah because coming from a outside perspective it's a very complicated process and it's hard for me to understand so seeing mm-hmm. all these americans being so upset i'm like oh fuck is it over mm-hmm. you know yeah well like obviously like we're like consistently learning about the american electoral process because so it is much. different <laughs> yeah it's different than our own but you can't like measure like as you're learning about that sort of thing you don't know how panicked you really should be or shouldn't be and it seems like a lot of americans are feeling panicked the same way yeah today you know like should i be panicking you know because you reach a, a part or a point in any campaign or any competition or whatever where it just becomes statistically impossible or like deeply improbable yeah for one person to win right and you start to Um, like try and prepare yourself for that inevitability even though it's not inevitable yeah like obviously you can see that state by state when they can count someone as having won obviously before all the delegates are in Mm -hmm. delegates are in because it reaches like a statistical impossibility sometimes so it's like how close do we get to that happening for the total number of delegates delegates across all of the states? You exactly. Know? Anyways, remaining hopeful. Seeing a lot Don't of give up hope. <laughs> a lot of good energy from people who even live in states where um, Bernie didn't win. Yeah. Friend of the pot Emma was uh, lives in Minnesota and was talking about going canvassing in Wisconsin, which hasn't had their primary. Yeah, today, which is very, very uh, admirable and cool. That's awesome. <laughs> I just want to give a quick uh, rest in peace shout out to Ben Mora, who we mentioned two weeks ago as having done really good work on the Bernie campaign before he was unceremoniously fired for tweets he posted on his private account. Yep. Stenches are everywhere. Yep. Don't forget it. I can't believe that things that can be posted privately can be I know people get fired for their accounts all the time and I understand that like the pressure on the campaign would have like caused it to be like a PR issue or whatever. Yeah. But it still sucks. You feel it's bad. Private. Yeah. So And people were saying he said distressing things. He literally said Hillary Clinton should be catapulted off the earth, which <laughs> is impossible. One hundred percent a fact. First of all <laughs> Second of all, if you consider that an actual threat of violence, you need to fucking <laughs> get over See yourself. Doctor. What was the other one? Elizabeth Warren's an Okie. 
Okay. Cool. <laughs> Just say you hate gay people and go. People said he was being homophobic to Pete. I was like, oh my god, he's so much gayer than Pete. He can't be homophobic to Pete. <laughs> Pete isn't even actually gay. Did you see that tweet that was like, um, Pete's CIA handler just gave him the straight pill? <laughs> he actually dropped out. straight pill. Yeah. They were like, all right, drop out. Did you see Chasen's tweet that was like, oh my God, can I just go to Target now? Yeah. Sorry, was that homophobic for me to do that voice? How else are you supposed to say that tweet? How else am I supposed to read it? We all know. Okay. <laughs> I want to go to Target. I miss Target. <laughs> Rest in peace, Canadian Target. We enjoyed you for the like one year we had you. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we talk about another old person? Yes. So the newest Bachelorette was announced today. Very exciting stuff in the world of reality television. Mm-hmm. And it is Claire Trolley, who was on the Juan Pablo season of The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of chat about it online because she's going to be the oldest bachelorette ever. Iconic. Mm-hmm. She's 40. Spinster. Yeah. <laughs> she's 40 and people won't shut the fuck up about it online. It's just because The Bachelor, like the average age of like a guy on The Bachelor is, I want to say like 28 to 37, but like people that are actually The Bachelor are usually in their 30s. But the women are always way younger. Of course. So it's skewed. She was probably old when she was on the Juan Pablo season too. Yeah, of course. That was probably they, a they thing. probably made that her whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Right? I was just like, oh, the older oh, woman. she's 30. <laughs> God. Yeah, people are talking about it a lot. The worst take I saw about it was from a girl who, every time she comes up on my timeline, she's a pretty bitter cow. Yeah. So she comes up on my timeline. Not that much because I have I have her account muted, but I can see people replying to her tweets or, or quote, quote tweeting yeah. her. But she's been my beef of the week before because she did a horrible tweet, if you remember <laughs> this, about going through your boyfriend's phone. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, vaguely. I can't remember what the specific content, it was like life hack. Go through your boyfriend's phone and look at... Like, search your name and something like that. Oh, yeah, see what his friends are saying about you. Saying about you. Yeah. Psycho shit, right? Um, So she's back. Mm -hmm. And what she has to say about The Bachelorette being 40 is, oh, my God, she's, like, 40. She's only seven years younger than my mom, who has two children who are aged, like, 26 and 20. Literally, nobody wants to see this. It's disgusting. Or some shit like that. Which is psycho, because, first of all, it's, like okay, um, your mom had children at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Good for this woman for doing whatever the fuck she's been doing, I guess. Oh, so you think your mom's a human who's in unworthy of love? Yeah. Because she's 47. Exactly. It's like, what? <laughs> like, none of this makes any sense. Oh, I remember her other tweet that really bothered me. Oh, yeah? It was like, she's like, only talk to my dad when I, I need to get money. And it was like... A screenshot of her talking to my dad, her dad being like, if you want for a response to my test, you need to like send me $300 or some shit like that. I was like, could this person be any more fucking brutal? 
No. Yeah, she sucks so bad. And it's like, okay, if you don't want to watch The Bachelorette because she's 40, that's your business. Who yes, do you think sorry. mostly watches The Bachelor? It's mostly older, like, fucking Gen Xers and boomers, right? I think it's women, like, I, 20 to 50. There's some people in our age group, I guess. But women, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't see the issue. I don't think the issue is that, like, nobody's gonna want to watch a 40-year-old. If you don't want to watch a 40-year-old, like, that's really a problem with you. She looks fucking great. She looks great, First of yeah. all, stop throwing women out the window when they turn 30. Yeah, you're the pro- you're part of the problem. More disturbing. Does this chick think she's gonna be 22 forever? No. So I have true. some big news for her. Maybe <laughs> have you heard about time? <laughs> I think it's just kind of like... Um... Sorry, I'm eating a dummy bear. Same thing. Thinking, chewing, chewing. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like a sweeping issue that across the board, men are allowed to be like 45 on TV. Yeah. Men are even allowed to be unattractive on TV. Absolutely. If you have a woman of any age on TV, she's got to be like technically underweight. Yeah. Or, like, at least on the very, very low side of a healthy BMI. Yeah, she has to look 20, Mm -hmm. regardless of how old she is. Yeah, exactly. But even on top of that, people will, like, invalidate how old someone is. Or someone will, like, invalidate someone's, like, right to be... Personhood. In a place. (laughs) Yeah. Because of how old they are, regardless of the fact that they're literally out there competing with 20-year-olds. Yeah, exactly. It's like... Why does it matter if, if like, objectively it shouldn't really matter if, like, someone's fitting into all those other parameters, too, but, like, hot rights. Um, and hot <laughs> rights do apply to 35-plus-year-olds. Plus year it's crazy that I first. even had to say 35 I was going to say 45-plus-year-olds, but then I realized that women are fucking officially old when they're over 30. (laughs) Did you ever think we'd be on the podcast defending feminism and The Bachelorette? I feel like we've done it before. (laughs) (laughs) There's some earlier, definitely some earlier episodes about about The Bachelorette. When I was reading the book. Yeah. About The Bachelor. Um, I just think it's fucked that Obviously, women that are, like, mad about a 40-year-old being on The Bachelorette are so insecure in themselves because they're like, oh, my God, I can't even get a man. Like, it's, like, it's your own problem. Yeah, well, this chick specifically is crazy. Yeah. Which I I can just... I've read three of her tweets, and I can already pinpoint the issue. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. We know. What if she's struggling, you know? Yeah. Um, It's like, well, you're just brutal as a person. You work on that first before you start, you know, attacking women that are are twice your age. And And doing better than you. Doing better than you in life, right? Um, I think that it's like, it's kind of, (laughs) it's wholesale pretty depressing to see the way that women and gay men are kind of like, a lot of the time, not as much so for gay men, to be honest, mm-hmm. because, like, you can shift out of being a twink and, like, you know, grow into yourself in another way. Yes. But just completely, like, disposed of 
societally, but also, like, even, like, in practice, Mm -hmm. the way that men treat, you know, uh, like, twinks and, like, women that are under 25 compared to how they treat women that are older, like, without stating my own age, um, when I was using Tinder, it was crazy how I was getting less and less matches every year. Yeah. That I I was just... Not less matches even, just seeing less, less guys. guys. And I was like, how many guys have their setting fucking on 18 to 22? Yeah, it's And fucked. guess what? I had my setting on 28 to 45. So... So these men didn't even want to see women there who were still younger than, than them. <laughs> but yeah. outside of their little shitty fucking age range. It's gross. Yeah. And women are fucking buying into it. Yeah. It's perverse. This girl's gonna have a rude awakening when she turns 24. Yeah. Have fun. Well, I hope she starts the Botox early. (laughs) It's not even about that, though, you know? Yeah. I just mean, like, there's so many girls who are, like, 22 that are, like, really buy into that because they're Mm -hmm. still getting attention from men, and then they're gonna realize, like... The other thing is, too, like... What's kind of annoying about having being expected to disclose your age all the time is um, people will, like, treat you like that regardless of how old they think you look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nobody realistically knows how old I am. No. They just generally can tell that I'm, like, older than 22 and younger than 35. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know a lot of women... Kind of look like that. Yeah. Of course. So, like, it, it shouldn't, like, objectively matter. I know a lot of people are younger than me who look way fucking older. Significantly younger than oh, me yeah. who look way older. Yeah, it's weird how, like, automatically knowing someone's age can skew. How you treat them. How you treat them. I Not th- even just in romantic and sexual circumstances, but also, like, across the board. And you know what your expectations for their lifestyle are, too, right? Like... Yeah, of course. Oh, you're not married. Oh, you you know, you don't have, like, a career. Mm -hmm. You're X age or whatever. Like, it's... (laughs) That's true. The, the, like, prescribed timeline. Yeah, prescribed timelines, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is so stupid. And also, if this chick is 40 and she's unmarried, it's like, who's to say she hasn't already been married? Or Also, like, I kind of think that's a, cool. In a long-term partnership, yeah. Or just focusing on other fucking shit. Yeah. Dudes decide not to settle down until they're, like, 35 or 40 all, all the, the time. time. And it's fine. Yeah. And guess what? If you she don't obviously wanna, doesn't want to If you don't want to have kids, it doesn't fucking matter. It literally doesn't <laughs> matter. There's no reason. Literally, I'm losing A just by the second, and I'm cheering about it. <laughs> get out, get out, get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I was thinking about this today because um, I was, like, in my office, and I do so much stuff at my work. Yeah. Like... My job isn't super... Sometimes it is mentally taxing. It's not super mentally taxing, but I'm fucking exhausted at the end of the day every day because I'm just running around. I'm just an assistant to like 20 people. So annoying. Right? So it's like I'm answering the phones. I'm doing everybody's fucking paperwork. I'm sending emails. I'm doing stuff like arranging for the city to like get their fucking small business like shit recycling shit to like come to our you know what i mean like everything's bullshit i have to like (laughs) apologize for taking my hour-long lunch because executives will shut themselves if they have to answer the phone for once um (laughs) but like i was thinking about it i was like because i'm young um or like 
Yun passing. Just on Yun, people like refer to me as like a receptionist or an administrative assistant. Yeah. But I'm like, if I was 45 or 50, they would call me an office manager. That's absolutely or true. Or at least an executive assistant. Absolutely. They literally, I'm like, I call myself an administrator, mm-hmm. but like they literally just call me a receptionist. And if you were an office I'm manager, like, you'd why, get paid more. I'm like, then why am I going through fucking legal documents? Yeah, like, what, what <laughs> you is it? You let your receptionist go through legal documents. <laughs> That's your business. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend. <laughs> Honestly, I'm probably going to get so skinny from this job because I'm literally just running back and forth all the time. That's true. You're on your feet the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) And exercising at lunch and then apologizing for it. My face was so red when I got back from spending yesterday. I had my hair in a ponytail. My friend was like, are you having a medical emergency? (laughs) I was spinning and then my boss came into my office and was like, um... I was, like, carrying a bunch of really heavy stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, you're going to kill me. Like, what are you trying to do? Like, you're going to make me really strong. And he was like, didn't you ride your bike for, like, 90 kilometers at lunch? I was like, why is there rumor going around the office that I went spinning at lunch? Just because one person saw me with my hair in a ponytail. Don't talk about Everyone me. Everyone here needs to get a life. I'm sorry. Get a life, get a life, get I a already, life. I already didn't leave in my gym clothes and didn't come back in my gym clothes. The only evidence was my ponytail and my red face. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Don't talk about me. Oh my god, everyone's a fucking cop. The fear of being known. Plus, they're all like, where do you go to the gym that's new here? I'm like, no, 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 no. 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 Nowhere. I lied. You said good life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Ugh. All right. Anyways, all right. what if The Bachelorette was old? What if? People would be upset about it. <laughs> that's what I wrote down the subject as. What if The Bachelorette was, was old? old? Hmm. If anyone here watches The Bachelorette and they have, or reality television, I've requested this so many times before. Probably. <laughs> maybe not necessarily on the podcast. Anyone has books about, like, quote, low culture, like, cultural criticism of stuff like The Bachelorette or Real Housewives or anything? I would really like to read that. Um, I know racks. a lot of people make fun of academia talking about, like, quote, non-serious subjects, but I really fucked with that stuff, so. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Like, one of my favorite Instagram accounts slash friend of the pod, Kristen, aka yeah. Rest in Peace, Rest in Peace, Anna Nicole Smith on Instagram is like really, really good. Yeah, for that sort of combo of like high culture, low culture stuff. Um, it's so interesting. Okay, and she makes good memes. She makes very good memes. Yeah, shout out Kristen. All right. So this week, it was announced that Ontario is going to be, sorry, the Ontario government is going to be doing a $20 million initiative for mental health services in the province. This is coming off an initiative that Quebec already did. That was a $38 million initiative, and it's going to be to provide basically like free cognitive behavioral therapy for people who have been diagnosed with anxiety or depression. Mm Mm-hmm. So the idea is that you can access like therapy through an app over the phone or in person. And it's going to be like a tiered system based on, quote, how severe your case is. (laughs) So you have to go get diagnosed Mm -hmm. and then they tell you whether you get free access to the phone, the app or an in-person therapist. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. It is. Apparently, it's based off something that was piloted in Britain 
That was, mm-hmm. like, an online counseling service. At NHS. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And their <clears throat> goal is to, like, apparently this service is going to serve 80,000 people once it's fully implemented okay. in a few years. That seems ambitious. Well, maybe if they have... Uh... <laughs> If they're hiring, hit me up. <laughs> 80,000 people is a lot of people to service. Yeah. I always see stuff like ads for like, this really drives me insane because like the the monetization and like capitalism's like absorption of like the mental health crisis. Yeah. Has like communicated through like paid apps like Headspace and Talkspace and uh, BetterHelp mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. All those like counseling apps and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where, you know, you type I'm sad and a bot replies and says, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> Presumably. <laughs> That's what happens. Um, I think are, are kind of predatory. I but agree. But this should be a public service service of yeah. course i just don't know if an maybe an app is the deli- the delivery service i don't know anything about the research on like how effective remote uh, counseling is i imagine like phone or video counseling could be quite effective but i don't know what things like using an app can actually really do for your mental health i don't know how effective it is but i do think that it is serving a gap in the market of like services where people don't want to actually go in person okay. because of stigma or anxiety or whatever but you do have to go in person to get diagnosed before you can access the service yeah, and of course that's a Which barrier. Which is an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should at least be able to access the ones where you don't have to leave your house for without, without being going. diagnosed. Yeah, I think so. Because then maybe you can work up to it. It says, like, some people are so mentally ill, like, the, the most mentally ill amongst us, like, can't leave the house or, like, make appointments. Make appointments, yeah. So, so. <laughs> that's the thing that's... I think it's a good idea, and I'm actually mm-hmm. surprised that yeah. the conservative government is implementing this. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that that part doesn't really make sense. Yeah. I think that it's positive, And I think that this is, like, a good, like, larger, very salient point about how pushing left policies can force other, other groups yeah. exactly mm-hmm. to do this sort of thing because at the end of the day, you know, Doug Ford's not a good dude. No. But he also probably doesn't want to get fucking embarrassed by Quebec. And there, I think BC is going to be implementing this as well and it's like... Exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's time. It's time. It's like, time. This is something that everybody's doing that the conservative government can be like, oh, well, we'll do it too because everybody's doing it. Like, they don't have to make a big drama about it being too progressive. Exactly. Because everyone's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And this is how, like, issues get pushed left or right over time. Yeah. Is it just somebody needs to have the progressive idea and make it common make narrative it, make it a priority yeah and then other people will follow suit mm-hmm. right um i do think that it's really time to address mental health care in this country because like as a lot of people know obviously canada has a public health care system but mental health is really seriously neglected within that yeah it's really underfunded and just lack of resources in general are a huge problem i mean that's not unique to hear but 
with the fact that we have like quote unquote socialized medicine it's kind of shocking to some people Mm-hmm. I was watching. Okay, sorry. I was watching The Godfather Three. Yeah. Last night, horrible, horrible film. movie. Have you watched all three? Yeah. Okay. It's bad. It's a horrible, horrible <laughs> film. Um, but just when I think I'm finally out, they pull me back in. But <laughs> there's a scene where Michael is about to confess. Okay. To a priest, but. He has a low blood sugar attack and has the demanded less of orange juice. Relatable. Extremely relatable (laughs) content. Diabetes heads, I know you're with me. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) he's trying to explain his medical condition to the priest, but the priest is being all deep about it. And he's like, ah, the mind suffers, but the body cries out. Anyways, this is a larger point about how getting your mental health right can really fix help other get your problems. physical health right and help you, you know, get a job and stuff. So even <laughs> from like, even if you're not like the most humanist mm-hmm. of government, it is a pragmatic approach. <laughs> To spend $20 million on mental health care to avoid spending $200 million on physical health care or unemployment or disability, etc., etc. Yeah, I think at this point everybody can acknowledge that it's the prison system or addiction services, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, even for socially or fiscally conservative people, right? Yeah, exactly. Of course we have to spend money on those things as well, but if you can help fix one of the root causes of, of all, all of these issues. larger problems um it's a good financial decision if you d- can't find it in your heart to do it because you care, care about, about the people. citizens of your province right <laughs> that's a good point yeah <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. hey there we go there's no loss though right? yeah like yeah I, it's just it's time they have to if they don't do it it's gonna look horrible so perfect Great. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Thank you, Doug Ford. You know, I was thinking, I was actually thinking about using like apps for healthcare the other day because I just got benefits of Woo! my job. Woo! Ba, ba, ba. And also by extension of that, uh, Mike got benefits as well from my job, which is, we were talking about this. He like went off his, uh, his, his benefits and was off them for like six months. And then now he's on my benefits. Beautiful. <laughs> Dolls. <laughs> yeah. has never had benefits, but he's also never been without no, he has benefits. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, so we're getting new glasses and going to the dentist, everybody. Hell um, yeah. But the health insurance, like you get the same amount of coverage regardless, but they yeah. also have like an app and you can... Like, if you're already tracking your exercise and what you're eating and stuff anyways, if you track, like, exercise or whatever in this app, you can get, like, they reward you with, like, Tim Stars and, like, oh, yeah. uh, Chapters book cards. I'm sure you've heard about this yeah. concept, concept before. This is, like, whatever. If I'm already, I'm already t- doing it, yeah. Do, tracking my exercise, I'm, like... I might as well put it into this fucking app, but there's a questionnaire that you have to fill out first. And I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to be honest on the questionnaire. Like, I'm a pretty healthy person. Um, 
It gives you also your, like, your quote physical age, which would be a huge burn if you weren't healthy. <laughs> but it gave me my exact age, and I was like, thank you, you're correct. Um, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> um, it was like, your vitality age is, I was like, oh, this is my actual age. All right, banner. <laughs> um, a lot of people my age could not say the same, but... Um, there's all these questionnaires and it like came back and it gives you like a check marks and exclamation points and it was like physical exercise check strength exercise check mental well-being exclamation points <laughs> what does that mean but it, the questions were so stupid it was like do you ever feel nervous I was like sometimes <laughs> I do right now. <laughs> exclamation points. I was like, do you ever feel unworthy? I was like, sometimes. Like, do you ever feel sad? I was like, sometimes. But I wasn't like, I wasn't like answering like, yes, very much. Like, any of these questions or to any of the really bad ones. I was like, do you think about killing yourself? I was like, no. I, I was like, is there any not anymore option? Yeah, like, but there's still like exclamation point. <laughs> They gave me exclamation point on um, sleep quality because I said I sleep eight hours almost every night. What? I was like, who the fuck else <laughs> can say that? Who the monsters can say they almost always sleep eight hours? What's I'm a, the expectation? I'm a famously sleepy person. I pride myself on going the fuck to sleep, sleeping like a rock and not waking up until my alarm goes What on. do they want from you? Perfection. Mm. No, they said I eat too much, too many salty foods. I was like, sorry, I like to indulge in a chip here and there. Sorry, I can't eat sugar. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. Don't worry, I was getting chat farts on sugary beverages and sweets and stuff. Well, like thank that. God for that. And thank God alcohol, <laughs> even tobacco. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Should we talk about the internet? The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. Okay. Uh, I've been with beef. It's not about the internet. It's about real life. Um, I want to talk about my coworker who thinks that's like she's on Neighborhood Watch <laughs> more, even though I already explained this to you so much. I just don't understand what is going on with people that are like allergic to minding their business. Like everybody's worked with this type of person who's like way too concerned about what's going on. Yeah, and it's like in the care. environment, especially if they're not like a manager or something. Yeah, I'm like. Why can't you mind your business about what's happening? Why can't you pay attention to what's happening at your own desk? Pay attention to yourself. Yes. Pretend to do work like everybody else. Please. She's just like an extreme busybody. And it's so annoying to me because I have to run around and then she's running around. Honestly, it's making me dizzy. She doesn't have to run around. She's, she's just way. obsessed with not being at her desk. Oh, I hate bitches like that. But she's not even admitting that she's fucking off. Yeah, it's like you're just, you're fucking off. That's it's what like, you're doing. You need Adderall. That's so funny. This is similar to my beef, really? which is I hate when people flirt at work. It's just another way of fucking off. And it's bothering like, me. With, with other coworkers or with With clients? other coworkers. Okay. <laughs> it's like, stop it. Please. Can we all just uh, pretend to do our jobs and mind our business? You can't fuck your coworkers anyways. Yeah, you're not, you can't do that anymore. I mean, I work in restaurants, and the whole thing is that the hostesses and the waitresses have to flirt with the kitchen staff. Yeah, but that's... And the bartenders. Different. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not a formal work environment. Exactly. Like, we're talking about, like, office-type environments, you mm -hmm. know? 
That chat that I hate was flirting with uh, the construction worker yesterday. Yeah, it's not appropriate. <laughs> you're just making everybody else annoyed. Plus, you're forcing your coworkers to see you in a situation that they never previously imagined you in. Or ever would need to see you in. Mm-hmm. Ever. You're being inappropriate. Yeah. Man. When I was trying to fuck my coworker. Yeah. At my old job before we knew each other. Mm-hmm literally more than once sat on his desk and ate a lollipop. <laughs> Exclamation hey, point. Wyatt, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Needs improvement. Um, that's okay. That was different times. I just think it's it's 2020. We don't flirt with our coworkers anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? And we don't act like cops. Nope. My whole thing is like not being concerned yeah, with I don't what care other what's people going on. are doing. And even if I do know what's going on, which a lot of the time I do, sometimes I just don't want to deal with it. So I'll just be like, I don't know. Yeah. Or like, of what's course. that sound? I don't know. Why do people <laughs> want why do people want to be the person that knows everything? I don't know, but like I'm the office manager, so that's my job. Exactly. And if you don't <laughs> care, it doesn't matter. This chick was calling somebody today when I was leaving work to be like, why is there a trailer parked? Outside our work, um, on the road, which is publicly owned and it wasn't blocking anything. I was like, who are you on the phone with? That was like when a guy came into my work and told me that there was broken glass on the sidewalk outside. And I was like, cool, that's not my property. Okay. Why are you telling me? Call the city, I call guess. The, I literally, I said, call the city if you have a problem with it. Do I look like the sidewalk police? I was like, who are you calling? Like our boss? He doesn't know why there's a trailer outside. Because it has nothing to do with us. It's so funny. It's like literally like a parody of being like, I just automate some calls about something completely unimportant. Literally. That's what she was. Who's she calling? Bylaw? They don't care. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Well, let's move on. Yeah. Please. It's time for Dumb Dumb Bitch of of the week. Week. All right, I have a quick one. Some guy sent me a message request on Twitter asking me if I needed to buy a fake ID. Mm. No. No. <laughs> right, did you want to lie about your age to get the Twitch research? Yeah. Can you do it? I can do it. I'm not expired yet. That's good. But he was like, hey, heard you needed a fake ID. And I was like... Okay, sketchy guy. Okay. <laughs> Are you searching the words fake ID on Twitter and messaging everybody who posts about needing one? That's like, who weird. are you? It's weird. Yeah, he's just doing business. <laughs> he's doing business things, I but like... Mm-hmm. I have a little... I decided to do a little game. I'm excited. Sophie is not aware of what's going to happen. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> That's good. I've been scared all day since I had that dream about Mark Hatfield taking my skin. (laughs) (laughs) So if you had a dream that a local comedian who's like inarguably unhinged chased her around her house and skinned her. I was actually trapped at his house and he took me Mm. to buy a Halloween costume. But I knew he was going to take my skin after we got home. And I kept texting my parents to call the police, but they were at the opera, so they wouldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) They were Um, All right. What am I looking for? I don't know. True. Oh, here we go. Okay. So, 
I decided that I'm gonna um, I'm gonna read you the bios of some accounts that I have blocked on Twitter. Okay. And you can decide if you think that I blocked them for being horny. Okay. Being annoying. Okay. Being violent. Okay. Or uh, explaining my own joke to me. Those are the four options. Mm-hmm. Horny, annoying, violent, mansplain. Yeah. Okay. And annoying, like pedantic. Penda- yeah. Not explaining I'm, things, but just like annoying. I know the type of guy. Yes. Replies okay. with gifts. Mm-hmm. You know? Big, big, big. Okay. Big redacted energy. <laughs> this person's bio <laughs> is uh, <laughs> redacted indeed. Our first ever Patreon subscriber. <laughs> Blocked now. <laughs> okay. Everything I ever need to know about the human condition, I learned from Star Trek. Great moral lessons. That said, all you self-righteous types equals block. Violent. Horny. Okay. Specifically for muscular and athletic women. Great. Help! (laughs) Perfect. He was like, do you look like this? And then he sent me, he like replied with, with a picture of this jacked woman. And then I went to his account and it was his cover photo. I was like, oh, he's really horny for this one type of woman. Okay. Okay, this one's an outlier, and I'll just tell you why, because it doesn't really fit into the... This falls under, like, unhinged. Okay. This is a fun game, by the way. Okay, I'm glad you (laughs) like it. Okay, I'm going to write down the options so that you can... Okay, horny, annoying, slash... Is this ASMR? Because you guys can hear the pen, probably. Annoying slash pedantic joke explainer. This is like the chick who uh, who had a, a list of a spreadsheet of reasons she would get mad at her boyfriend, and one of them was Facebook comedian. <laughs> that was so <laughs> funny. Joke explainer. Um, violent. Um, and then just like weird slash unhinged. Okay. So I already told you what this one is for. This guy's unhinged. He's a woman. Ooh. And their bio is heavy metal from New England, a unique fusion of traditional heavy metal sound with modern rhythms, light synths, and a blend of urban hardcore. It's a band account, but... They were being psycho from the band account? Yeah. I love that. So guess what they kept doing? (laughs) (laughs) I tweeted like upwards of a year ago some joke about female-fronted grunge bands that have songs about HPV. Yeah. And it got like no lights. This was when my account was like quite small. Yeah. Um, And this person has been liking and unliking this tweet and replying to it every now and again like every two weeks because clearly they think it's a subtweet of them even though i thought about it there's no way i've heard of this band it was a completely different band oh my god there's literally a song called hpv it's not by this band oh my god yeah that's block worthy sorry you don't get access to this tweet anymore unhinged okay matt's does this has become mostly politics and D&D. DM and player in Tokyo. Druid for life. I don't know how to pronounce that word. He, him. The Mist Coast Chronicles. Follow the campaign at swiddles.club. Joke explainer. 
annoying slash pedantic. Nice. <laughs> but that's a really good job. <clears throat> Father, husband, free thinker, just trying to make sense of the world. Hashtag meet me in the middle. I share both things that I agree with and things that I don't. Horny joke explainer. Mmm. Mean to me, which I'm going to put <laughs> under violence. <laughs> okay, this one's going to be easy to understand. Okay. I follow private accounts and do not make jokes. I also block prostitutes and mus- magicians on site. Catholic. Unhinged. <laughs> yeah. Unhinged slash violent. Yeah. Unable to give private information, generally work undercover, pretending to be one of several people, all tragically flawed. Annoying. Horny. Horny. (laughs) (laughs) You're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. They're 94 blocked accounts. Good. Um, And they all deserved it. I'm interested in politics and humanity. Neurodivorce. Not neurodivorce. ADHD. Depressed and anxious. Exhausted. Buddhist. Namaste. I bow to the divine in you. Hashtag eco-socialist. Joke explainer. Joke explainer. (laughs) Yes, baby. That's what's up. (laughs) Facebook comedian. (laughs) It was the first term of the second Bush administration. I was a fat, damp kid in upstate New York. Horny. Of course. (laughs) You don't mean damp if you're not horny. They also just sound old, so that means they're horny. (laughs) I'm not even going to read that person's account because it's so clear what's going on. That's my name. It's Bill, president of Fall Cells for Joe Biden, assistant treasurer of the Harvey Weinstein Innocent Project. I need attention. Violent. Violent and horny. Perfect. <laughs> That's my favorite, actually. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Detached, he is unified with his external world. By being selfless, he is fulfilled. Thus, his selfhood is assured. Pedantic joke explainer. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting it now. (laughs) For the anti-tech revolution. Weird unhinged. Yes, slash pedantic and annoying. Oh, perfect. It's Andreas, not Andrew. Come on, we've been working together for four years and you're still calling me Andrew? Pedantic. Pedantic and horny. Like, almost all of these people are under horny. Um, (laughs) Oh my god. Alright, we can... We can re- regain this. Oh, okay. Culturally gay boy who's also regular gay. Horny. Violent. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that'd be interesting. <laughs> okay, how about this one? No bio. <laughs> uh, a joke explainer. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you're really good at guessing joke explainers. Yeah. I can tell which ones are joke explainers. You're familiar with the concept. All right. 
<laughs> was that a fun game? That was fun. Okay. We'll have to play that again. We can we, we can, can play with mine sometime too. Yeah, we can revisit it. Go through yours. All right, let's do tweets of the week. Okay. That was fun. That game did work out. <laughs> you were worried. I. It was hard to kind of it's like separate them into categories. categories. People are multifaceted. Horny guys can also be violent. More, <laughs> no, more like horny guys can also so be, be an annoying, annoying bedtime. And like, unhinged. Like my dick is hard, but also my brain doesn't work. <laughs> wow. My brain is soft. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My tweet of the week is from Matcha Frosting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need all Gen Xers to repeat after me. The president is not my dad. The president is not my mom. The president is not my friend. The president is the head of a state of a decaying empire who can only be awful or marginally less awful. I saw the tweet and it's very, very good. And also funny. I've been seeing a lot of tweets about people liking Warren because they want a cool mommy president. Like I can't think of anything that could be more true. It's so true, but it's so repulsive. I know. Ugh. Very dark. All right. My tweet of the week. It's crazy that it's not Clintoris because I've been, <laughs> I've been retweeting him like constantly crazy. all week. But I think he was, he was my tweet of the week last yeah. week. So I'm taking, and that wasn't the first time even. So I'm taking a quick break. My tweet is from Pootie the Witness okay. at Pootie Pie. And she said, love to lay in bed all day while my hardworking man goes to his job where he helps others all day. Then he goes to Whole Foods to pick up some snacks and buy degradable tampons for me. He goes to Bed Bath & Beyond to get some stuff I don't know about. Then he comes home and takes a lawn pee in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> some stuff I don't know about. <laughs> honestly. So funny. Honestly, goals. <laughs> She yeah. should be going to Whole Foods and uh, and Bed Bath and Beyond and buying stuff that he doesn't know about. Plus random stuff like biodegradable tampons. Yeah. But otherwise I totally agree with the sentiment. I love that for her. Yeah, I used to love when I didn't have a straight job and Mike would just like work all day and I'd just screw around in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like just go to the gym, go to the grocery store, make like a huge dinner, clean the house, he'd come home, I'd be like you're welcome. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that tweet and I was like, real. <laughs> I love that for her. Yeah. <laughs> he took so many dates a long, long pee in, in my mouth. mouth. Such a good misdirect. I know. <laughs> Fucking Twitter comedians. I know. I know. All Putting right. that on my spreadsheet of reasons to be mad. Twitter comedian. Twitter comedian. <laughs> Being a Facebook comedian is so much more insidious. Definitely. Definitely. People are like, you need to be on every platform. I'm like, I don't. Mm-mm. I'm good. I love being ghost mode on Facebook. It's huge. Feels good, right? My aunt was Game trying changer. to post on my wall today. She couldn't do it. She had to comment on Facebook status from September 11th, like multiple years ago. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> hey. Where there's a will, She's there's like, a way. She's like, it's your special day. <laughs> no, it's not. Thank you. <laughs> it's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, nobody's going to be able to post on your Facebook wall. That's beautiful. Nope, but I also think I took notifications that's my birthday off Facebook. Nice. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and Prim. I'm going to tweet about it, though. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no one's getting away with it. <laughs> All right, guys. 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bonus stuff slash regular stuff coming up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>